It's time to know your soul. Are you seeking the you within? Has people pleasing stressed you out? It's time to find your light so you can share your entrepreneurial gifts with the world. Will Red Rover on over? But the only thing you're breaking through is yourself. This is Soul Amplified. Are you ready? Welcome to the Soul Amplified Podcast. I am Vanessa Grace, your host. And I am excited to be here with you today on part two of our four-part series on codependency. So today we are going to talk about the effects of codependency on the codependent person. What happens in their life when they are continuously taking care of others, uh, putting other people first, and helping and overhelping the people who do not see their very own light. Well, as a therapist, I have worked with many a person who is codependent. What ends up happening um, eventually is that they can start to feel a lot of anxiety in their lives and they can feel a lot of depression in their lives. Um, And so the background of those two things could be codependency there are a host of other things that can happen as well. So let me dig into the meat of it. When a person continuously is helping others, they have this belief system that everyone is supposed to be helping to the level that they themselves are helping. And so when they look around and they see that other people aren't pulling their weight, that is frustrating for the codependent person. So they're looking around, assuming that everyone else in the world is supposed to do as much as they do. And then it makes them um, have, you know, whatever kind of emotional reaction they would have, which could be anger, frustration, resentment. And actually, resentment is a really common emotion for a codependent person to have. It builds inside them. They're like, gosh, I did all of this stuff for this event um, or to help this person. Why aren't other people doing as much as I'm doing? I mean, everyone knows they're supposed to do this much. Why do I have to always be the one to bring the the potato chips? I go out of my way to do that. And why am I always the one setting up the event and taking it down? Why am I always the one who's willing to lend so-and-so a little bit of money to help them with their rent through the end of the month? Don't other people know that they're supposed to be helping as well? And the codependent person doesn't realize that not everyone thinks the way that they do. Other people look at the codependent as being like a super helper and they're like, gosh, they do so much. I just don't have the energy for that. How do they do it? Um, Well, the codependent person is usually always tired. So they really just have that expectation that other people are going to be doing the same level of care that they are doing. And so that's their expectations of other caregivers, other people in the world. There's also this expectation that when they extend help to a person, that that person or even that organization is going to see how much effort was put into it. The codependent person, man, they're thorough. They'll look things up online for you. They'll make the phone calls for you. 
um, and they'll they'll get all the information laid out and ready to go so that you just have to like press go and then it will happen. And so this could be setting someone up with a job interview. Um, and so when that receiver, whether it's an institution or a person who doesn't see their own light, receives this from the codependent person, um, they may not be as excited as the codependent person wants them to be. And so they're like, gosh, I did all this work for you and you're not even thankful. Like, don't you realize what I gave up to do this for you? Don't you realize how hard it was or how much work it was or, you know, how I went to bed an hour late four days in a row and then struggled at work? The thing is, is the institution that you did that for or the person who doesn't see their own light that you did that for, they actually, they don't know that. They can't connect to that. They're unaware that you did that much work for them. And so the codependent person can get resentful because they didn't see it and they get their feelings hurt. It could also be they prepared all of this and the receiver doesn't want to use it. Well, that's not really what I'm asking for. Or I, I don't want to do it that way. But I just did all this work for you. Can't you just do it this way? Well, no, I don't really want to do it that way. And that person is always going to find a reason why they don't want to do it that way. I mean, maybe they won't show up for the job interview you set up for them. Or maybe they won't uh, follow through on the plan the way that you laid it out. But you knew it would work. You knew it would work for them. And they just didn't do it. And so you can resent them. So there's another way that you could be working with an individual um, that you're, I don't know, throwing your codependency on them. And maybe they didn't ask for any uh, of this particular help that you're giving them. You just saw a need and decided that you would fulfill it without them requesting the help. And so you do this work and it's like, it's going to be a surprise for them. And you're like, yay, it's going to be this great surprise that I'm going to help them. Or you just don't realize that you should have let them know. And you just assume that it will be appreciated. So then they receive it, but it's not really what they needed. They didn't need anyone to do that for them. Or it wasn't uh, carried out in a way that they would carry it out. It didn't meet their needs quite right. And so then there can be resentment because you assume that they should want what you prepared when in reality, they that's not what they needed. And so they're not going to use it. Um, but now you've extended yourself and potentially taken time away from your family, taken time away from your own health. I mean, maybe you were eating fast food rather than um, creating a good lunch for yourself so you'd have time to prepare this project and now you feel sluggish. Uh, maybe... You worked on it on your lunch hour or you left work early. There's just so many small ways that doing these helpful things for other people can erode the baseline expectations of what you're supposed to do in your life. So let's go over those for a minute. I mean, mostly people know that you need to be focused on the people that you live with because that's likely your spouse or your partner and the children that you have. 
and any pets that you have care of your home potentially there are um, elderly people or parents that live with you or that live near you and that you are uh, one of your roles is to be of assistance to them in some way like maybe you do their checkbook or you do a grocery run for them or you just check on them regularly to make sure that their house is clean they haven't fallen down and those are like the basic things that you need to take care of in your life and then you've got work and what you need to do at work and then you've got self-care and so those areas can get eroded for the codependent person Um, usually the self-care is going to be the first to go and then they struggle along to get the family and the home and the partner and the work all done and those can become eroded. And this makes the codependent person really stressed out and really tired, and it messes with their sleep. They can have stomach problems uh, because of worry, and anxiety can often show up in the stomach as stomach problems. Um, And then you can have issues um, with, I don't know what it's called, but where you... um, grind your teeth at night and you get tense jaw muscles and so that can be an issue people can get headaches um and we know that stress leads to a host of other things and if it affects your eating that can lead to a host of other medical problems and so This resentment plus stress plus anxiety plus depression can just lead down all of these roads that lead to like a foggy mind, difficulty making decisions, lack of interest in things, worried that you're never good enough. This is a huge problem for codependents. They want to be liked by others usually. Um, And I think we all generally want to be liked by others. I mean, some people are super awesome and they just don't give a care. Um, But other people, you know, they just generally want to be liked, um, which is a very human experience. And so all of this combined together can create kind of a breaking point for a codependent person where maybe they feel like they're having a breakdown or they can't function or they're literally so exhausted they sleep through the entire day when they were supposed to get up and, I don't know, participate in something they had committed to. Um, and, and codependents can kind of have these crashes where they, they just can't function at the level that they were functioning at before, probably because it wasn't sustainable or realistic for them. They were kind of running on empty and every time they got a little bit of more gas, they gave it away to somebody else rather than using it to fuel themselves. And so codependents have like this cyclical crash cycle where maybe they can go for six months or something before they crash. Um, but sometimes maybe it's only two weeks long and then they just need to, to bow out for a day or a weekend and then they get right back on that treadmill. And so if you notice yourself um, continuously doing a lot and then crashing, it's time to assess if you if you're codependent and if this is sounding like you i would really encourage you to start following my facebook group it's on facebook.com groups slash enlightened boss lady and in there i share a lot of tidbits around codependency and 
entrepreneurship and um, being an enlightened person and how to become a better person who fills up their own cup first and then shares from the overflow. Because if your own cup is full and overflowing, it's a beautiful way to share with the world with some boundaries. Because knowing how to fill your own cup up requires that you have boundaries to get to that full cup. And so um, definitely check out my Facebook group if this is feeling like the right thing for you. And also, if you want to know more about codependency and how it might interact with work or your business, because it definitely is prevalent there, you can check out my free webinar at soulamplified.org. If you want to work with me in my group that I have, beyond that, there is an application at the end of that webinar where you can apply, uh, if you're ready, to work with me. You would be a foundation member as one of the first people to experience this program. It covers everything from boundaries to self-discovery to forgiveness, to how people-pleasing and codependency even affects the love and care that we give to our bodies. And so if you are interested in being in one of the first 10 people to invest in this program, then I want you to go to soulamplified.org, watch that free webinar, it's about an hour long, and then fill out the application with true deep answers to see if you are a good fit for the program. This program is really going to help change some people's lives. So I'll keep talking about it. I'm just really excited about it. And I will see you next week in our third installment of the series on codependency. Be well. Thanks for tuning in, Soul Sister. Do you want to hear from me more? Sign up for my Transforming Your Codependency text messages straight to your phone every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for inspiration and education. To sign up, text PEACE to 877-338-0875. To spread this message far and wide, screenshot listening to this podcast and share it on social media. Be sure to tag me. I love hearing how you're growing. Get amplified.